0: I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode on Hey Spirit. These are one of those episodes where I, A, wasn't expecting two people in, and when I popped into the room, there's two people. And I guess Spirit gave Jody and Kim a little taste of their own medicine of surprising me with two people because souls came forward that they were not expected to come forward today, but they most certainly needed to hear. I think this week's episode really validates on how important it is for us to never lose our faith and hope. And more importantly, that we are going to grieve the loss of our loved ones for the rest of our lives here in the physical world. But the healing process is something completely different. And we deserve and owe it to ourselves to be a little kind to ourselves as we heal and knowing that we will always continue to grieve. I hope you guys all enjoy this week's episode on Hey Spirit and more importantly, a very blessed holiday season. God bless. What are your names? I'm Jodi. I'm Kim. Nice to meet you, Jody. Nice to meet you, Kim. Appreciate you guys joining me today on Hey Spirit. Oh, you are so beautiful. Oh, you're very sweet. Kim, I don't know. Kim looks like, I don't know if I want to be here. You okay, Kim? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. Sometimes people are like, oh, I didn't know if it was really going to be you. So. No, we we appreciate that because you've done a lot of that lately
1: saying, no, listen, nobody gets any money. And (laughs) I listened to you on Facebook the other day.
0: Yeah, like it's terrible what people try to do and people, you know, and I'm always a big advocate for like, you could say whatever it is about me, as long as it's the truth. Mm -hmm. Yep. People say all the time, I got big hair. Yeah, that's true. But I love big hair. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, (laughs) you know, so people just don't, you know, understand sometimes. And, you know, a lot of things that I do, especially with my fan club and stuff like that, I do that for the protection of my fans. My team works so hard at trying to protect everyone. But As you know, there's only so much that you can do. There's only so many things that I have control over, even my team. I think I say it at least once a week where I'm out there like saying like, listen, if people are asking you for money, sending you an email, it is not me. I'm not asking you for money. My team doesn't reach out. And I feel bad because that people would even think that I would do that. I am excited to be able to share my gift with you both today. So even though if you've watched Long Island Medium, maybe if you've even been to one of my live shows whatever it may be. I always like to give a little quick speech on how I read, communicate with spirit. More importantly, what you can expect over these next few moments of being reconnected with the souls of your departed loved ones. Why I do what I do is to help us move on. I know that there is nothing that our loved ones can really say to you in this moment that will make this better, take away the pain, the sorrow, the loss, and the grief, but hopefully make it a little bit easier maybe a little bit lighter for you as you embrace life without your loved ones. And that is the goal for today. As I started to enter the other side, I felt like a, <clears throat> I couldn't like either clear my throat or I felt there was something down my throat or I and or wasn't able to communicate in the end. How do you connect with the mom that is departed? Because there's also, she just labored my chest. So I had difficulty breathing.
1: Yeah, so there's several moms.
0: You know, um, there's mother figures and then there's real mamas. There's three that just step forward. Yeah. As soon as you acknowledge that, three of them step forward.
1: That would be my mom and her sister, her twin sister.
0: She just had me write aunt. Don't forget about the aunt. Because I doodle as I write. So know that they're all together. And is it their mom that is deported as well? Yeah. She's yelling from the back of, did you start already without me? (laughs) But I almost feel like, like they, they weren't going to tell her right away. (laughs) Yeah. So know that all of the souls are together and they all step forward immediately. Now who understands the throat? So the throat, when it could be, they had trouble swallowing. There could have been something down the throat and, or could not communicate in the end. There's, there's a few instances with specifically those three, N- not necessarily the mom. Where does the father come in that's deported?
1: That's our grandfather.
0: Who has the brother and or the son that deported? My aunt did have, have a child, but we didn't know. Okay. How do you connect with the month of May or the number five? Gr- grandpa passed in May. May 17th. Grandpa. Okay, look, I said something to you that we're like, oh, I don't know, we're unsure. My job is just to make sure that I interpret the information correctly and I want to move on. So to validate it, they showed me the number five.
1: Okay, that's grandpa.
0: To validate that all of the souls are together, they're Mm -hmm. safe and at peace, and the throat is important. You have to remember, whether it be... And when a soul makes me feel something, it doesn't always just have to be from one soul. If it resonates with all three where we weren't able to say goodbye, or they couldn't communicate in the end, or they had trouble swallowing, or maybe it is they had difficulty eating, but I didn't get to say goodbye to my aunt, whatever it is, it's this indication here, but then... I believe it was your mom that stepped forward and literally started laboring my breathing where I couldn't take that deep breath. And I heard the breath and said, I am free. I can breathe again.
1: Yeah. My mom's. she had a battle with cancer. In the last week, she
0: wasn't talking or anything. But knew that you were right by my side. We were to the very end. I found it interesting, though, because your mom said something to me that and showed me something that I typically do not see. So when that happens, I I kind of become intrigued because I, I don't know what this is. So I don't know. And I don't know, Kim, if this is for you. Now, you're Jodi's sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. She keeps putting me by her bedside. And it's like, I'm there through it all. I'm right there through everything. And it's almost like I feel like I close my eyes and then she's gone. So I interpreted it as, oh, did someone fall asleep? Did someone leave the the room? But you have to understand when souls show me something, it validates on how we feel. So I don't know if you physically actually did something like that. If you closed your eyes and then when you opened your eyes, she had stopped breathing. Or if that's how you feel, it was like she went so quickly. It was like in a blink of an eye. It was okay. She was holding on. And then the next thing we knew, I I blinked and she was gone. Does that make sense to you? It does. I think too, I feel like we knew when her soul left. I don't know why, Jody, but your mom wants to address Kim. Yeah. She needs to. And I don't know why this is so important, but now look, this is why I say I'm good at what I do because your mom's like, no, no, no. I want to talk to Kim. I want to talk to Kim. I questioned you before I said, Kim, are you guys sisters? Cause it was almost like your mom made me feel like Jody. you are now Kim's mom. Yeah. Or that's, or, or that's how she looks up to you. Or that's how you feel like, you know what? I would do anything for Kim for my sister. She's like a daughter to me. Like, I am going to take care of her. I will make sure she's okay. And here's your mom saying, no, I want to talk to Kim. Kim needs to express this. Kim needs to talk about this. Kim needs to, it's almost like... Like, I just need to let it all out. It's almost like there's no right or wrong way to do that. There's no right or wrong way to feel. Because your mom also makes me feel like you could be as angry. Now, I'm using this, this emotion. It's however you can interpret it. You could be, Kim, as angry as you want that your mom died. But your mom is like making me feel like I need Kim to love, honor, and respect herself more than that anger that she carries or feeling that she missed it or things went by in in a blink of an eye. And it's almost like she's like, I feel like she grabbed your face and was like, stop it. I want (laughs) you to be happy. I want you to remember this, what we love to do. And it's almost like. And I feel like she's shaking you like going like, I'm going to make you happy whether you like it or not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She was a New Yorker through and through Uh that moment. (laughs) And Teresa, they lived together for 39 years in in New York. And I left 25 years ago and went to college in Missouri. And my mom and my sister were like spouses. Like this has, I moved her here. (laughs) <laughs> because yeah you know, she has such and a your mom goes and life. she hates
0: it <laughs> <laughs> Do I don't know, know. If she does it but I feel like your mom's teasing you but that would be her right like I feel like she's doing anything that she can to make you laugh when I told her I was moving here she said are you crazy <laughs> This is what I also don't think people realize in in someone's reading or even listening to this moment in the podcast of like, when your mom has me say things, they're for you. You have to take it and place it on how it fits for you, what it means for you. I literally didn't want to say to you, oh, and she hates it. I was like, to your mom, I'm like, I'm not saying that like that's a lie and she's like you have to say everything I tell you to say but you were able to get up with it because that's how your mom was before like you're crazy if there's nothing yeah. like New York you can't don't live there you got to hate it right yeah
1: yeah but you know it's been a, it's been a change it's we didn't we haven't lived together for 25 years and so she lives a mile from my house and you know we try to give her space but we try to include her in everything and Yeah, it's not what either of
0: us are used to. Do you feel, Kim, that your mom always made decisions? Yes. Because your mom says to me, please tell Kim she has a voice and I want her to start using it, not just a voice in being loud or being like in saying, you know what? I feel like mint chocolate chip ice cream today. (laughs) Who wants to come with me? Or even if. Your sister doesn't ask you over for dinner. You know what? Today I feel like I'm just going to stay home and watch old movies and, you know, eat pizza in bed. Like your mom saying, I want you to know that you have a voice. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to express what it is that Kim wants and more importantly, what Kim needs. I'm going to say this to you. Your session I don't think it's going to be anything that you ever thought it would have been like, because this is how I feel. Your mom just said to me, she goes, listen, she goes, my girls know I'm okay. They see the signs. They ask me for the signs. I deliver the signs. She says, this is about you being able to live your life, Kim, for you. And it's okay not to do things that other people ask you to do or what other people want you to do. And your mom made me feel like this is the hardest thing for you because you don't know what to do. You don't know how to make these decisions, these choices, because then you're second-guessing yourself. And then what if I don't like it? What if I didn't want to stay home? What if I really did want to go to the movies? And All right, so then next time you go. Your mom's making me feel like the move was the best thing for you. But now you have to, it's almost like you have to be the move. (laughs) Your mom literally said this to me. I want her to be the move. I want her to feel the move. And I'm like, what does this mean? She's like, I want her to participate in her own life. Yeah. I'm watching your mom standing next to you, Kim going, look at how beautiful my daughter is. And she's like taking off your glasses. She's, fixing your hair. And she's like, look, put on a little lipstick here. And I feel like she's doing like all these things. And she's like, I want you to know that it's okay to feel good about yourself. It's okay to love yourself. She's like, you have to start to love yourself. She's
1: blonde now, mama. She's blonde and red, just like we wanted her.
0: (laughs) But does that make sense to you, Kim?
1: It does. It really, really, truly does.
0: Because I feel like, and I I don't mean to sound like, I felt like your mom was like very forceful with that in a sense. And I, I felt like she needed to be, because your mom looked at me and she says, you know, she didn't know what to do with, without me at first, she says, and it's the same thing. I didn't know how to do things without her. She's like, it's hard and it stinks and it's not fair. She says, but I feel like by you moving, Kim, it almost like gave you this clean slate to be Kim. Does that make sense? It does. I don't think this has ever been said before. I don't think spirit has ever said this in a way spirit will acknowledge a move all the time. Your mom shows me you, Kim, how I was 20 years ago where I couldn't leave my house. I was afraid of everything. I was afraid to embrace who God intended me to be. I was afraid of so many things. And until I embraced and started to understand and really respect myself is when things changed in my life. Some good things and then also some not so good things. But I always look at things that things happen for me, not to me. So there's always a positive spin, a positive side to things, even though in our darkest moments where we see, how can this be? I'll interpret it this way. How can I be happy where I move to this state, this, my mom's not here. I don't know anybody. I don't even know if I like it here. Your mom says, no matter where you go, I'm going to be with you. My soul is going to be right beside you. Now, were you married or in a relationship? No. Because I said to your mom, I go, why are you even having me ask this question? You already made me feel that she's not. And she goes, because I want you to tell her. I want (laughs) you to ask her. Ask her. Go ahead, ask her.
1: She had a work husband who passed. (laughs) Because
0: your mom's making me feel like, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Do you understand that? Mm Mm-hmm. Because your mom made me feel like you had everything, right? You had so much. And then it was in a blink of an eye, it was all taken from you. Who passed from the the heart or the heart attack or just died very, very suddenly, unexpectedly? Who's the other young male? Who do you feel that passed That left the physical world before we feel their time.
1: My best friend Terry
0: died two years ago and he was 50. Okay. Know that he steps forward. Because I asked your mom, I said, what is Kim so afraid of? Because I said to your mom, I said, you are pushing me to push your daughter to live life. I said, why do I feel that there's more? than what we have already scratched on the surface of this session. And they had me write down here, heart and young male is what I wrote. Now, young for me is anyone that we feel that left the physical world before we feel their time. And I feel like that it was almost like the problem with a lot of your healing is because you had so much loss in a blink of an eye. Cause now your mom just closed my eyes again. It was like you closed your eyes for a second and your entire world has changed. Yeah. And your mom is making me feel like you don't know what to do with that. You don't know how to do that. And Your mom makes me feel like that. You feel that if she says, well, if my mom was here, my mom would know. My mom would be able to help me through this. And she says, I am here to tell you today, Kim, that you are a million times more stronger than you think, that you can do this. You can. Now, can I ask you this? This young male, how was he connected to you? Because I looked at your mom and I go, why do I feel like this is like the son that you showed me earlier? So did your mom know him? Now, you have to understand when spirit makes me feel, say, like son, it could have been a nephew, could have been a cousin, could have been a best friend, could have been a son-in-law. It had to have fell in that realm of how his connection was with you And or your mom?
1: I worked with him and he always called me his work wife and I called him my work husband and I always called him to my mom her (laughs) son-in-law.
0: I didn't know that. (laughs) But you see, this is why I'm good at what I do. Your mom was having me say things that right away, right, Jody, we were like, no, I don't understand. Maybe it could be this. I moved on from it and I just said to your mom, if it's important, or if I misinterpreted it, give it to me a different way. Let's kind of move on a little bit from it. So here we are, and here Jody is something that you didn't even know—that your sister referred to him to your mom or your mom as as her son-in-law.
1: No, she never told me that. I didn't think they were that married because I thought that I thought he was. <laughs> he is. He was. Yeah. He was very important to my sister and his death was very hard on her. And it did all happen. Mm -hmm. How how close together were there? Three months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So in a blink of an eye, your entire world. Mm -hmm. This is the thing that I talk about all the time. Your mom literally made me feel like I fell asleep for a second. And when I awoke my whole life was changed and the two most important people in my life were gone in an instant you know I feel like the gentleman you know he stepped forward more and you know there's something very polite about him because you know like he kind of stepped forward and he said you know I don't want to take away from anything with you know her mom and her family And it's almost like your mom is like pulling him like, no, no, no. She secretly wanted to hear from you. And it's always something when we have, I would say a reading or an experience, however you want to interpret it. Spirit gives us what we need, not what we want. I feel like he wants to say to you, I'm sorry that you feel that there were things left unsaid. But it's almost like I feel like he he was a little like quirky. I feel like he's like teasing you about like lunch or like food or dinner. Like he's trying to make like a food joke reference. Does, does that make sense? It does because we used to have lunch together every day. <laughs> he goes, she thinks of me every single day. So know that when you think of him, Know that he hears you, but more importantly, knowing that his soul is right beside you. He says, I want you to know that our bond and our, I'll call it a relationship, friendship, however you want to interpret it, but I really want to say the bond that you shared with him, he said, was, we both knew how important we were to each other or, or admired our friendship. Fair enough. But I want you to know that what I felt was this unconditional love. He says, and it's something that you can't explain. It's just knowing no matter what it was, I could tell her. Like, I could call her up and be like, do you know blah blah, 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 <laughs> click. And that would be the end of it. Right? Mm-hmm. Did you... I don't know if you weren't able to go to his wake or services or if you wanted to say or do something. I don't know what this is, but he made me feel like, please let her know. I want to thank her for everything that she did for me in memory of me. Do you understand that?
1: I do. They didn't
0: have a service for him. We, My work friends talked about it, but we never did. But you lit a candle or did something for him? I made him a Christmas ornament that I have on my tree every we year in memory of him. When a soul puts me in the back of a church and they light one single candle, that's my symbol for that somebody did something in private in memory of someone. And what I mean by that is like the whole world doesn't know validating for you that he wants to thank you and that he knows what you did in memory and in honor of him. And the way that you have honored him means the absolute world to him and doesn't want you to feel that he was not honored the way that he should have been. Do you connect with time or something about a watch? The clock in the spare bedroom, 95% of the time it doesn't work. And then randomly
1: it will come on and be be the, regular time the normal time it is
0: Mm. and then it will go off again and wait months to come back on now what happens with the lights in the house do you have a light that flickers or a light that doesn't work the lights in the kitchen were flickering months ago but they're not now because we changed the light bulbs (laughs) (laughs) well your mom was making me feel like she was like the lights are me the lights are me So your mom keeps showing me, like, I feel like she allowed him, she's very funny, your mom, like she's picking and choosing who she's going to let talk because I can see her. She just paces behind the two of you and walks by and then she'll go to me. That's me. This is me. Oh, I connect with the time too, but let him have it. Let him have it. Your mom's very, very funny. Like she's like. Her personality is just like, it's so, it's hilarious. Like she's overbearing, but not in a, in a bad way. Like it's like, I want to sit back and laugh at her. Like, okay, mom. (laughs) Like, I just want to be like, okay, that's mom. (laughs) Right? She and her twin sister were
1: were full of personality. My grandmother too. And that's what's so hard is to lose such big personalities. That's what's been hard.
0: But what I love is that it's almost like, here's your mom. Like, being like, okay, they're here. Don't worry. They're here. But I'm going to, well, that's mate. I'll let him. All right, fine. You want to use that? Fine. It could be you, but it's, it's well, me Well, we too. thought she was the clock. We thought that but th- But was... this is the boy. Let him have it. But do you think <laughs> that this is hilarious that your mom is like, oh, let him have it? What was the gentleman's name? I think you told me his name. His name was Bob? Terry. Oh, Terry. Who's Bob? Or Bobby or Barbara?
1: Oh, my gosh. Bobby, yes. Yes, that's our aunt. That's my mom's twin. And we lost so suddenly. It was a hard one.
0: So know that all of the souls are together, safe, and at peace. And it's almost like, I don't think I've ever said this to someone before. I feel like if when you sense one sign know what's from all of them. Honestly, I don't think Jody. I've ever said that to anyone before. Maybe this is why this is happening in this moment where we put too much pressure or too much emphasis on a sign or a symbol that it has to be this or it has to mean that. It's almost like embrace it for what it is. Embrace it and know that it's us. I try so
1: hard to believe. that that they're okay and when I listen to your podcasts on my way to work I just fall because I just wanted so bad to be reassured that they were okay so that I can have faith again
0: do not lose faith because we died your mom just said ask them when they're gonna make the Christmas cookies (laughs) (laughs) I said what
1: We always all of us would make Christmas cookies together. And when we were little, we made a disaster of the kitchen. And they would always bring that up. Remember the Christmas cookies? Hanukkah cookies. (laughs) The the Hanukkah cookies. The Hanukkah cookies. Mom always asked every year, when did you make did you make the Christmas cookies with the kids yet? And and we will, we will this year again.
0: And I love how she incorporated that with don't lose your faith because we died. It is the hardest thing to do. It's the hardest thing to imagine that they are at peace. How could that be? They suffered so. How could they be at peace? But when moments like this happen, that's all we have is our faith. It's so hard, Teresa. I used to be such a person of faith. And I just lost it. Your mom just said to me, without hope and without faith, we have nothing. Yeah, I know. She says, I need you to have that faith and knowing that we are all together safe and at peace with God. Let me just ask you this, Jody Is it your aunt, your mom's sister? She goes, oh, look how the tables have turned. And I said, "Uh uh-oh, what? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, no, what are they going to have me say now? (laughs) I feel like they're, and I'm saying they because they don't separate, you would be saying all of these things to Kim. Yeah. She says, I need you to start believing in how you would encourage your sister to heal, how you would encourage her. Your aunt goes like this. She goes, oh, now she's going to question her spirituality. She believes in Teresa, but now she's going to question it. She goes, oh, it's our turn, and now she's going to question it. Well, so
1: they were Jewish. Yeah, they were Jewish. And my mother was raised Jewish, and my dad wasn't, and they married, and then I was always seeking. And at 15, I found the Lord and I would just about push it down everyone's throat and they were like, (laughs) my grandma would spit, I would say Jesus and she would go Pooey, the Yiddish. Ah, And she would say, take that cross off before we go to the early bird special. And you know, it was just always such a thing. And I think that's what's been hard is that I needed, I needed to know that they were at peace. Not for me to say, I told you so because I lost my faith a long time ago. But because I'm so broken about it, and I just wanted to make sure they were safe.
0: But here, I love with their big personalities, your aunt saying, oh, now she's going to forget about all of the faith after all these years. But this is what I've learned. Now, listen, I was raised practicing Catholic. I still am. But as you can see behind me, I have a Buddha behind me with rosary beads around it. I have St. Teresa right next to the Buddha with prayer beads and rosary yeah. beads. I listened to you about this. I
1: listened to you about yeah. being Catholic, and, but having an open mind about all things about God. And that's I, I majored in religious studies because I was so fascinated by it yes. in college. And I'm just always, I'm still seeking. And- Because Mm -hmm. of you, You. I have actually started to listen and understand that my faith is so much bigger than the box that I always put it in.
0: I love that you shared that because I think so many people struggle with faith on so many different levels for whatever it is. And I learned a long time ago that it's one God, whether we choose to call them God, Buddha, Yahweh, mother earth, right? We have this, all these other terms. In your book, you say that. (laughs) Yeah, I I know. And you've given me so much hope. I'm nobody. I'm not claiming to be anything or anyone. I'm saying how your loved ones are making me feel. For literally, for me to burst out and be like, oh, now she forgot about faith. Oh, all of a sudden, she's not going to listen to Teresa or she's going to, all the faith is out the window. Do you think that's something? Have you ever heard me say that to someone? No.
1: I've never heard you say that. And it's funny because I think of that often. I think, wouldn't they be laughing about this one? That I'm the one who's questioning and I'm the one who doesn't bring my kids to church anymore. And I'm the one, but they always believed in God. And so did I. Mm-hmm. And so there was a common thread that was so was so strong. Even with my Uncle Myron, he was a rabbi. He had such respect for me, and I had such respect for him because we both believed in a higher power. So there was always that mm-hmm. strain of similarity.
0: But it is funny. I can see him. I can see him now. Does it matter what faith you Decide to emerge yourself in. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I have not been going to church every Sunday. Does that make me a bad person or a bad Catholic or I abandoned my faith? No, I've just haven't been able to make it happen. And yes, I can sit here and say, well, that's my own fault. I would take responsibility for that, but that doesn't make me a bad person or that I've lost my faith. As long as we are walking here on this earth, we have the ability to improve ourselves, whatever that may be. So if that means, you know what? I do. I miss going to mass. I miss going to temple. Whatever it may be, I miss going out into the park and hugging a tree and thanking Mother Earth. Everything that we do in life deserves moderation. Yeah,
1: and I was never good at that.
0: I'm an all or nothing kind of girl and they know it. You know what, Jody? I feel I'm the same way at times. It's either I'm like this, hair, makeup, or my hair's up in a ponytail. I'm lucky if I put moisturizer on my face. I'm yes. lucky if I put a bra on. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. But look, the holidays are coming. So maybe I'll go, instead of just going back on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, maybe I'll go on Thanksgiving or maybe I'll go every other week, whatever it is. We place too much pressure on ourselves and we live too much in the past. It's the past for a reason. What I love what your mom is saying, because I think this is what a lot of people miss. It is easy for us to look back and say, shoulda, coulda, woulda, I have all these regrets. It's my fault and I'm going to beat myself up. The only thing we have control over is our now and our future. So your mom says, when you go back and you have this regret, she says, I want you to remember why you made those choices in the first place. And at that time, That was the right choice. So my question
1: is, my dad, my sister was really close to my mom, and um, inevitably, I was just really close to my dad when they were divorced for, you know, over 30 years. Yeah. And dad, a year to the day of mom's death, dad had an accident where we both stayed home from work that day to honor mom, and we couldn't get a hold of him, and was so upset. And then we found him. And he survived. And I always thought how ironic was that, that it happened on the same day, a year to the day. And I always wanted to believe that mom had something to
0: do with that. I believe that only because your mom said to me as you were speaking was that there's no such thing as a coincidence. Things happen for a reason. And I'm going to go back to the very beginning of your session. What was the first thing your mom said? She talked about your dad.
1: She would be so proud of him
0: because he has been sober since that day. She would be so proud of him. You know, your mom just looked at me and she said, you know, things in life happen. She says, and I... I have always been and will continue to be so proud of my family on how they honor me, how they honor each other, and how they support each other. And I do believe, and your mom did show me, that she did protect your dad that day. And if you ask your dad, he will even tell you, I felt a presence to validate that he was given a blessing from God. Your mom looked at me and said, that was worth all of any pain and struggle that even I went through for him to be able to show his children that he could be the man that God intended him to be. I have to say that this was a very unique session today. It was a session filled with faith, hope, peace, and love, but also we have this amazing validation from Kim's co-worker, which was such an unexpected surprise. Same thing for me, because I had no idea that we're going to be two people in the session today. It was almost like spirit was like doing to you, what you guys did to me.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I, I, she wasn't going to be, and I
0: called your
1: hotline saying and crying that this was for my sister. My sister needed it, but she didn't want to come. And just two weeks ago, she decided to come (sighs) and ask for the day off work. And this is what she needed. I, I just felt so strongly that she needed hope into helping her grieving as much as I did, but her even Mm -hmm. more. And so I was so thankful that she decided to come.
0: Me too, because your loved ones did an incredible job of giving us that validation that there truly is more to life than just here in the physical world, but more importantly, that they are still with us. And I am going to say this to the both of you as I make Christmas cookies this year. I will think of your loved ones and keep them in my thoughts and prayers. I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity for sharing my gift with you both. And more importantly, for trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones. I wish you a beautiful holiday season filled with faith, hope, and peace. God bless. Kim
1: from Savannah, Missouri. My name is Jody, and we live in Savannah, Missouri, but we're originally from Rochester, New York. I mean, it's just amazing. For me, it was my faith for them to say, for my Jewish family to say, oh, now she doesn't believe. <laughs> what a switcheroo here. How ironic. I thought that was amazing because I really struggled with my faith. And you know, I had such strong faith while they were on earth, while they were here with us. And I've really struggled since they've departed. So that was a funny moment. And then also just her knowing when she said, Bob, Bobby, that, that's what we call Barbara. That's my aunt's name. Like there would be no way that she would ever know that. And just for them to come through for me and, and reassure me, my mom specifically, that, have no regrets. I think mine was the lights in the clock. I think that was definitely them showing me that they're together and it's them and my mom and Terry and my aunt. Teresa in the beginning mentioned the young male and we didn't catch on to that until later on, as that being my friend Terry, who mom called would have her, called her son-in-law. Right. She did call. You did say that. I never even knew that. Never knew. The other thing I guess that was awesome was the Christmas cookies. When are you going to make the Christmas cookies? Again, there is no way that she would know Bob, Bobby, or Barbara. Her, I know I did. I have to say it again. I just can't believe it. Cannot believe that. Because her name is Barbara. Her name is Barbara, but we always called her Bobby. We were the only two that called her Bobby. It was truly a magical experience because she's so gifted and she doesn't need to do this for people. She could live her life with her big hair and her heels and all her shoe collection on Long Island with her grandbaby and not mess with any of us, but what a gift that she has given us truly of peace for our grieving so that we can begin to heal and move on.
0: Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at teresacaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.